Hey everybody, welcome back to the Light Talk Podcast, and in this episode, I'm going to be talking about something I'm very passionate about right now, something that I just realized that is like the hardest pill to swallow, but the best pill to swallow at the same time. I'm going to explain what that means, if I can speak, and uh, with that said, let's jump into it. So I am talking about, if you are not happy where you're at now, you will not be happy where you want to be. There's the hard pill to swallow because you, I may have just ruined your plans, you know, you have a fitness goal, you have a finance goal. You're working towards it because you think, well, yes, it's great, but I'll also be happy when I achieve it. And you're saying, well, well what, what the hell? Why are you telling me that I won't be happy when I achieve it? That was my whole plan, to achieve this thing, to achieve this level of happiness. But the truth is, you can take this from me. I am not the most successful person in the world by any means. I am still very young, but I have scenarios in my life. You even have scenarios in your life if you are old enough And you can take this from other people. You can take this from millionaires. You can take this from whoever you want. I am not the first to say this. And I know there are successful people out there who also have pushed this before that, you know, they're not happy where they're at. I mean, you see it all the time. Like it's, it's just not celebrities. They're not always fulfilled. They're not always happy. And again, at that point in life, it's kind of crazy because like you've probably built up in your mind that this is going to be the greatest thing. This is going to be the key to all your happiness. And to actually achieve something like that and still have that void to think like, this is all I ever wanted and I achieved it and now I don't know what to do because I'm still not fulfilled. That does have to be a crazy feeling. So obviously it's better to be a rich, unfulfilled person than a not rich, unfulfilled person. I understand that. But I'm just saying it kind of makes sense that like, like, it, like I'm, as I say it out loud, it does make sense to think like, well, I've been working for this my whole life and now I achieved it and now what? You know what I mean? So it, it must be a crazy feeling, I'm sure. But again, back to the main point that like, if you're not happy now, you will not be happy where you want to be. Again, rough, rough statement right there. But... Let's say, for example, and again, money can do great things. Like what I want to do with all my money is pretty much just travel. I want to live comfortably and travel, right? But let's say overnight, you, me, whoever makes a million dollars, just gets like a crazy physique, gets all this great stuff. Now that's a huge life change. Like your whole life is going to change. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. Like you're, you know, you're traveling the world, you're doing this, you're doing that. But eventually, you're going to get back to a baseline. That's how we humans work. We're always on to the next goal. And yes, we will be fulfilled. We will be happy. I'm not saying that goal will make you happy. I'm just saying it's only going to make you happy for a certain amount of time. So it's going to make you happy. And then you are going to, that's going to be your new baseline. So let's say you want to make like, you know, $1,000 a month. You're at 500 right now. You make 1000 You keep making $1,000 every month. You will not be happy with $1,000 a month anymore. That's good because then you want to make more money, but the problem is you're not fulfilled with a thousand anymore. You need fifteen hundred. So, again, let's say you know your life changes overnight. All these amazing things happen to you. Eventually, I know it might take a long time because you're living a whole different lifestyle, but you're left with the same problems that you had before, and not not the exact same. I'm not saying like you know you're still worried about bills. You're still worried about this. No, if you're a millionaire overnight. Uh, you know, you got steady income every month or something, you will not have these same exact problems. I'm talking about these sort of internal things, especially like, 
oh, well, what do I do now? If I've achieved everything, if you've really achieved everything, what happens now? So it's kind of, again, a tricky thing. And I'm going to take an example of my life because, um, again, I haven't had a huge life change like that. Things really, most of the time, take time. You're not just going to become a millionaire overnight um, unless you're very lucky. I mean, I guess the lottery would make you a millionaire overnight. But um, an example in my life is where I, I feel like I started to realize it. I, at 16, maybe 17, started a software company, which is already insane in itself. Like to even say that, that I started a software company is kind of crazy. And at the time I didn't really like real, like I, I kind of realized, like I knew I was ahead of the game, but I was kind of just like, you know, neutral about it. And this company could have done better, could have done worse. It's kind of unfortunate the way it went because if it was timed better and per, like, performed better. Like I can't really explain it, but like it was sort of the timing. Like we pretty much just made it into where we needed to right before it sort of got bad. Like the whole market we were in sort of just didn't perform the same. So again, unfortunate, it was kind of like the perfect timing, but the most unfortunate timing at the same time. But we basically did, I think a little under like net was like net gross, whatever. It wasn't profit, obviously. Um, was, I guess it was net sales, 10,000, probably a little under that. But the thing is, and again, I'm not going to like complain about this, but we each got a thousand dollars in the end. That is what we profited. So between like refunds or, you know, failed transactions or whatever it may have been, um, we obviously did not walk away with 10,000 each or 10,000 even combined, like even all our totals combined did not equal 10,000 because, you know, expenses and this and that. And that not only was amazing because, you know, I made this much money. It was also insane because I was 17 and I owned a software company. Like it's so much, it's not the same. I mean, like, like if you make a thousand, that's awesome, especially young. But to say I made a thousand from my company, from my software company, like that sounds really cool, right? So yes, that is amazing. That sounds so cool. But once that became normal for me, I was like, you're left with the same like internal, like, all right, what now? Or again, it's a great mindset and you shouldn't let it like hold you back because it's just trying to push you to the next goal. I understand that. But I'm just saying like, it does leave you with like this what's next or like it just becomes your new baseline. And I'm starting to realize like, I think I'll just have this eternal happiness when I achieve a certain thing. It's good to achieve goals. It's great. Like, that's the thing though. If you set these small goals and hit them, you will probably be happier often because you're setting goals, you're hitting them, you respect yourself. You're saying, okay, I'm doing this. I keep telling myself I'm going to do it and I do it. And that's great. That is amazing. But it's just the idea that like, that will not be there forever. There will not just be this eternal happiness. And you could be left, again, not with the same problems because again, in the scenario where you're a millionaire overnight, you will probably not be worrying about the same things you were worrying about when you were making, you know, $2,000 a month or something. However, you will be left with different problems. Problems that only people who have achieved a lot can worry about. Like your problems right now could be money, could be fitness, could be relationships. But if you were really had all these things, you will be hit with so like different problems that only those types of people could have, if that makes sense. You're now going to be like, okay, why is my mental state like off? 
Why do I not feel the way I want to feel, you know, if I'm eating the right foods and I'm working out? Why, you know, why is my self-talk horrible even though I'm so, you know, successful and, you know, so this. Like, you're going to be hit with new problems or you're just going to feel that, like, like, I'm still not happy even though I'm here. And I think the idea comes in where, like, we have this false sense of that happiness should be there forever or we should have it there a lot. Like, you're not just going to feel, like, this is the honest truth, but there is a, a way to, like, it's not a sad truth because I'm going to explain other things you can do because this is unrealistic. Eternal happiness or whatever you think it is, is not possible. You may have this feeling of happiness from time to time and that is awesome. That is great. But the truth is that can't happen all the time. So, well, if I'm a big, you know, if I'm pulling everybody down right now saying you can't be happy forever, what can I do? Here, here are the two. And this is um, a video. If you guys know Hamza, um, I've been watching him for a little bit. I found his unfiltered channel a few months ago, I think. Maybe it's probably been a while now, actually. So probably like, yeah, like four, four months or so, if not longer. And I've been on this kind of self-growth, you know, watching YouTubers that make a lot of money that do this, that do that for a while. But he was sort of like the, I don't want to say like the very first, like, self-growth person I found in the sense that like I watch people who made money I watch people who did fitness but I never watched somebody who kind of like did it all in a sense like made videos talking about all these different range of topics and he kind of covered these two these two things which are gratitude and being excited for something that's something you can manually do like you can't like again it's you control your unhappiness in a sense, yes. But if I told you, make yourself happy right now. Be the most chipper person. Never be angry. Just be happy right now. You can't just on command make yourself like that. Most people, I'd imagine. But you can be grateful on command. You can be excited for something on command. Because you're not thinking about it. So here's the example. For stars, be grateful. This can be the most vague thing. This can be the most out there thing. You, like, it's crazy. You could be grateful for a flower that you saw. You could be grateful for, you know, a strand of grass. You could be grateful for, you know, a, a couch that you have in your house, but then you can get even crazier. Like you could go far out. You could go, I'm grateful for the sun. I'm grateful for the earth. I'm grateful that I'm alive. I'm grateful for, you know, my eyes, my nose, my mouth, my ears, my legs, my arms, my hands, my fingers. That's what I mean by you can start to get crazy. Like you could take the smallest thing. You could say, okay, I'm really grateful for my TV that I have. I'm grateful for, you know, my couch and, you know, but then uh, my house even, but then you can go far out. You can say, I'm grateful I'm alive. I'm grateful I have friends. I'm grateful I have family. I'm grateful, um, you know, for the earth, for the universe, for the galaxy. Like you can go really far out here. And there really is like, unlimited things to be grateful for. It's insane. It's insane how many things there are to be grateful for. So again, that might take practice because even in my life, I feel like like you, the goal is sort of to feel the gratitude. I kept a gratitude journal. I think in school, they actually um, gave one and it wasn't like mandatory because um, forced gratitude probably isn't good. But again, for school, I think that's a very good thing because I don't think school really focuses many important things, but um, especially like 
valuable like human regular things like again school is just kind of preparing you for society and capitalism more than it is like you know have good mental and all this stuff but anyway um they gave us these little gratitude journals and that was completely up to us it was like over the summer or whatever and i was probably one of the only kids in the whole school who even kept up with that who kept doing it daily i know everybody else just threw that to the side and again this was probably like eighth grade too so like my my sort of self-help journey probably started earlier than i think it did because again i don't think any really eighth grader was really locked in on like gratitude journaling or anything like this so i got to give myself some more credit but i was writing things meaninglessly without like without feeling it there is no point do not keep a gratitude journal if you are not going to actually be grateful for it and here's what i mean when you write words there has to be a feeling attached to that. If you say, I am grateful for my house, you are just writing, I am grateful for my house on a paper. You have to actually feel that gratitude. And maybe that takes time because again, I know when I was doing this, I was not, I don't even know if I was zoned out. I just like, I felt good about myself because I'm like, oh, I, you know, I keep a gratitude journal. I'm pretty cool. You know, like I, I'm grateful for things and all that. But what is the point of it if I'm not actually grateful for the things? The whole point of gratitude is to feel good. You're walking around in life saying, ah, you know, I'm alive. I have this. I have that. Life's not so bad. That's the beauty of it. But when you're writing things down and not actually appreciating it, there is no point in that. You're just keeping a journal full of words. Sure, you know, it's great. You can say, I kept a gratitude journal because that's what I probably used to. Again, that's kind of a, I don't think I bragged about that per se, but, you know, like, it's, it's just, there's no point to doing that if you don't actually feel the gratitude. So I challenge you, if you say something like, don't just say, I'm grateful for my house. I'm grateful for this. Like try to feel what it would feel like without it. You know what I mean? Imagine you didn't have this. Imagine you didn't have that. Imagine how horrible that would be and then be grateful for what you, you have because you have it. You know what I mean? Um, so again, really feel that gratitude. And the second thing is try to get excited about something. I don't care if this is a year out. I don't care if you have a huge trip in a year. That's something to be excited about. I don't care. Again, your, your range on this could be anything. You could be excited about an Amazon package you ordered. You know what I mean? I, I, I have that all the time. I'm not much of a buyer of things. Like I, I just don't spend often. But I've been buying some things lately that I do think like are a little more essential. Like, you know, like sometimes I get like, chipotle or something like i'm trying to eat better right and even those little things are something to be excited about an amazon package like i think a few months ago i ordered shades you know what i mean like i I just needed some shades it's sunny it's summer and i was excited about that so your range on this can go crazy this can be again something you ordered some food that you got a giant trip this could be hanging out with friends um a project you're excited to start, a business you're excited to start, a fitness goal you're excited to hit. You know, maybe you're just starting to go to the gym. Whatever it is, there's always these little and big things to be excited about. So, and that was kind of like an eye-opening one too because just like excitement is an underrated feeling. Like, I think I have a, uh, what's it called? I have a trip to the shore coming up soon. That's not even really that close. So like my brain initially would be like, oh, well, you know, that's like a few weeks out. 
But the anticipation is everything. Being excited now is a big deal. And I, I hear this all the time. I think I hear adults or specifically my mom probably say it like a lot is that the anticipation is almost better than the actual thing. And I all, I'm always like, yeah, that's, you know, I guess, but it's almost true. It's almost equal, if not more, because your mind is visualizing this thing. Like again, in this case, the, what we're talking about here is a trip, Right. And it's crazy to think that the buildup to it, the, the, the excitement that, oh my gosh, it's, it's happening, is almost more exciting than actually being there. Because your brain is building this up. It's saying, oh my gosh, it's, it's, it's soon, you know, like I'm going on this trip soon. I'm so excited for it. It's not to say that it's not fun when you're there. Obviously, it's fun when you're there. That's why you're excited in the first place. But to think that like the buildup to it, where you're not actually on it, but you're right, like you're excited for it that is almost more exciting. You know what I mean? Because when you're there, you know, you're in the present moment. That's great. But just this being caught in your mind, being like, yes, it's happening. It's so soon. I'm excited. Um, So again, we can't really have this eternal happiness per se, but being grateful and being excited for something in your life are two ways to sort of have this good mindset uh, as much as you can almost. And again, I want to circle back before I end this to the main point, which I think was, what was it? That you can't be happy where you are, where you want to be if you are not happy where you are. And I've always had this like weird, weird, weird feeling deep down. And I think most people do when they're trying to become like rich or something that you know it. You know that when you reach that thing, you will have a problem. You know that you should focus on self-care, then get rich rather than get rich and then self-care. I've had that feeling for a long time, but my brain always said, dude, like, it doesn't matter. You have to like, and it's true. Like, I I do think that's like almost a good mindset. It's kind of just like, not to dismiss self-care, but more to say, like, go for the money anyway, and then deal with it. Cause again, probably better be a rich unfulfilled person than a not rich unfulfilled person. But I feel like I always sort of knew that like there would be some problem or money wouldn't really solve anything when I got there pretty much. But I kind of want to actually circle back now because <laughs> I kind of like lost where I was. I think I went on a little tangent there. But um, I'll probably make it back to where I just was in the first place. But I'm 19 minutes in, so I really don't want to make any cuts or edit anything or, like, restart the episode. Um, so where was I? Happiness. You have to be happy where you are now. Again, not a very – like, it, it's the most freeing thing to hear, but it's also something a lot of people don't want to hear. And I didn't want to hear it. And now I'm starting to realize it is a very freeing thing to realize. Like, I have to be happy now. But again, it can throw a wrench in your plans. Like, if you think, you know, when I hit this, I hit this, I'll be happy forever. I I understand you're like, well, you just ruined my plan. I get that. But I really don't really know other way to sort of paraphrase what I'm trying to say. Because I'm just kind of saying outright, you know, repeatedly that like, you have to be happy now. But think in terms 
of your dream life. And yes, you know, you know, you know, it would be great if you achieved it. You understand that. We all understand that. But could you see the downsides of it? And again, it's better to be there, I understand. But a lot of people don't realize that it attached to what they want is not eternal happiness. You know what I mean? Because all you can see is the bright side. All you can see is the good stuff. But when you're actually there, you experience everything. You experience the good and the bad, not just the good. You're just imagining the peak of the goal and the beginning of it. But when you actually achieve it, it's a different story because there's more to it than you expected. Because now that you are in reality instead of imagination and fantasy, you realize that you know there's this other element to it. There's this element where you achieve something that you've always wanted or you've been wanting for some time. And then all of a sudden you're hit with, well, why am I not happy now? What is wrong with me now? Because I just achieved something I wanted for so long and I don't have this level of happiness that I wanted. So again, it's a very hard thing for me to actually like express in words because I feel like I kept circling points and then switching points and then like losing where I was at the end there. But it is something that I had to make a video on because like it's something I myself have to hear because again, I am the type of person to say like, oh, I get money doesn't, isn't everything. But then my brain says, well, yeah, shut up, do it anyway. And again, not a bad mindset, but it's important to realize that like you have to work on both simultaneously almost. You have to realize that happiness will not come from that. It, it will definitely bring a lot of happiness. Don't get me wrong. But it will not bring this happiness for like the next 50 years or something. You know what I mean? Um, but obviously money can get you quite far. I'm not trying to push off that point that like you can't travel and you can't get this and you can't buy that and all these things. But again, sort of a hard thing to express for me. But again, had, had, had to talk about it. Because it's something I just realized and people probably realize it too late in life. And again, I'm still trying to figure out. I'm not saying, oh, well, you have to be happy now. I'm not saying I am happy now. Right now, I'm kind of in the middle, actually. I'm sort of just like, not content, but like almost just like, I don't really feel, I'm kind of neutral, I guess. I guess that is in a way content. Content sounds better. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying per se that I am. I'm still on my journey, but uh I wish you the best of luck. I hope you got something out of this episode. And with that said, I will catch you in the next one. Peace.